Good evening, everybody. Yomiyahu Perik Cafe, chapter 25 of the book of Jeremiah. But we're going to start with a verse from two chapters previously. Hine yamim ba'im. Days are coming, we read in chapter 23. Days are coming is a phrase which is used a number of times throughout Nevi'im in order to signify that the way the world is right now is not how it's going to be in the future. Says Hashem, Hine yamim ba'im n'um Hashem, v'lo yom ru'od chai Hashem. It will no longer be said as God lives. Asher ha'ele'et b'nei Yisrael me'eretz Mitzrayim. God is the one who took Israel up out of Egypt. Ki, rather, im chai Hashem, God lives, asher ha'ele, asher hevi, et zera beit Yisrael me'eretz Safona. He is the God who brought Israel from the lands of the north, umikol ha'artzot, and from all the lands, asher hidach dem sham, where they had been scattered, v'yashvu al admatam, and they have been returned to their land. What is God known for in history? asks the Navi. Right now, what we associate with God is that he has taken Israel out of Egypt. That is God's last prior massive intervention into history on behalf of his people. But coming at some point in the future, Yamim Ba'im, perhaps close, says Yirmiyahu, God will be known for something else, for having brought Israel back from the lands of the north. The north in Yirmiyahu refers to Babel, where for much of the book he is prophesying that they are going to be sent to. This theme is taken up at much greater length in chapter 25. We are told that Yehuda will be destroyed for the fact that Israel did not listen to God, did not listen to his pleas for repent. We have the famous line which is at once before, These sounds of rejoicing of weddings will disappear from the land. But all of this is over by verse 11. And the rest of the chapter, and it's a very long chapter, is devoted instead to telling us that Bavel, those who have conquered and exiled Israel, should not rest calm and assured that they are going to be able to live throughout the rest of history as the almighty conquerors. Rather, they are themselves tools in God's hand. We have at this moment in this chapter the famous vision by Yirmiyahu that the exile which he has been prophesying will actually only be one of 70 years. Pasuk Yudbet, Vahayakim Lot Shivim Shana, at the end of 70 years, Efkod al-Melech Babel v'alagoyahu, I will call to account this king of Babylon and this nation. 70 years which has become such a symbolic number for Jewish history. We'll return to that in a moment. But the message carries on, and it's an astonishing metaphor. Pasuk Tetvav, God tells Israel, Take this cup of wine of my wrath, of my anger, from my hand, 
אותו אל כל הגויים, and give it to these nations, אשר אנוכי שולח אותך אליהם, which I am sending to you. It is a cup of wine of God's anger. You will take it, you will give it to them to drink. If they will refuse to drink it, you will force it down their throats. They will vomit it up, they will be sick, and they themselves will be made desolate, just as Israel and Yehuda has as well. I've known for so long, this is such a famous idea, that of the 70 years. I'm not sure I had seen before the imagery of the cup of wine as being the vehicle which brings God's vengeance upon the nations who have despoiled his people. It's so fascinating because when we think about the imagery of wine, we think about it as the division between Israel and the nations. We think perhaps of the Jews at the time of Shushan, who should not have been drinking, according to rabbinic tradition, at the feast of Achash Verosh. We will think of Daniel and following him Jewish tradition, which places very strict limits on drinking non-Jewish wine. In this imagery, Israel is sharing wine with the nations, but it is a wine which is going to bring upon them destruction. Seventy years becomes such a symbolic number in Jewish history. It is approximately 70 years after the destruction of the Second Temple in the year 70 CE that the Bar Kokhba rebellion begins. Seventy years is seen as the time of an interval after which terrible times can pass over again. Let's finish with the very last words of the book of Melachim. Melachim, we are told at the end of the Galut Yehoiachin, the exile of Yehoiachin, which Eliza spoke about in her audio on chapter 24. Yehoiachin, we are told at the end of Malachim Bet, chapter 25, that in the 37th year of the exile to Babel of Yehoiachin, Nasa Evel Merodach Melech Babel et Rosh Yehoiachin, the king of Babylon, Evel Merodach, raised up Yehoiachin's chair, Mibet Kele, from having been in prison, he spoke nicely to him. He raised his chair among the chair of the other kings which Babel had conquered. In the 37th year of the exile, Yehoiachin's chair is raised. 37 years, my teacher Dr. Jonathan Grossman once pointed out, is halfway between 0 and 70. But not exactly halfway, it's a little bit more than halfway. The book of Malachim, which of course tradition holds, was also written by Yirmiyahu, which describes the events leading up to the temple, ends with the glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel, 37, a little bit more than halfway through 70. Wishing everyone a wonderful evening.